Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 86. And I want to know right off the bat, do you ever freak out and get overwhelmed when you think about how far left you have to go in order to reach your fitness goal? So a lot of people are very far away from their goals, okay? You might be one of those people. You might be 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 pounds away from the weight loss goal that you have, or you might be, I don't know, 20 pounds of muscle away from your muscle growth and muscle development and muscle building goal, right? You might be that far away, which is a long way. I mean, that's a, that's a good amount of time needed to achieve any of those goals and dedication and sacrifice and patience in order to get there. And here's the thing, when you start making progress, I actually tell my clients this all the time, when you start making progress, it's a really cool feeling at first because you start to make progress. You start to get closer to your goal. You start to uh, see changes, you start to feel changes. You look in the mirror and all of a sudden you look a little bit different and then day in and day out, things change, body fat melts off, muscle grows and you start to see definition and Uh, different like muscle details that you maybe have never seen before in the past. And it's an awesome feeling. It's really cool. And it makes you feel really good. And that alone can be a source of motivation and inspiration and drive for a period of time. However, at some point, a lot of that drive, a lot of that motivation starts to fall off. And the reason for that, well, there's so many different reasons, but a lot of the reason for that is because people develop subconsciously a level of complacency and they do that not again it's subconscious it's they they're not thinking about it they're not trying to but they get comfortable and as they see progress happen they are addicted to that for a while and then either the progress slows down because that's the way the body works or they they get kind of used to it and they get so used to it that it's almost like expected so that's the thing Right when it gets when it becomes expected, like let's just say you've been losing a pound a week for uh, like two straight months, so you're on like you know you've lost eight pounds over two months or nine pounds over two months, and you start to get used to that. I mean that's sixty straight days almost sixty sixty one sixty two straight days of losing weight every single week, and a lot of times if you're weighing yourself every day, you'll see you'll see point one point two point three maybe half a pound variation. And sometimes, you know, negatively, so you're dropping weight every single day. So you start to see these little changes every single day. And as you get used to that, you start to become complacent. Okay, when you start to expect it, that's when people get complacent. That's when they start to to waver a little bit. They start to go off course a little bit and maybe start eating things they don't want to eat or they wouldn't have eaten like a month earlier. And, And this is just what happens. So 
uh, when people experience that and they don't really realize it's happening, they start to develop a little bit of anxiety, if you will, or a little bit of freak out, a little bit of impatience. And when that happens, things usually cascade out of control. Okay. And you can have days like this where it seems like you'll, you'll experience these things and, and your goal will seem so far away. Even though a month ago, when you were even further away, you were in a different headspace and you were thinking about it differently. And the trajectory to get there was something you were thinking about differently and looking at differently. And it almost seemed like your goal was closer at that point, even though at this point, right, a month later, because you're having all these mindset things that are throwing you off course mentally, the goal actually seems further away. So think about that for a second. As you get closer to the goal, sometimes the goal actually feels further away. And if this is you, this happens to everybody. So hopefully you hear that and you understand that this isn't abnormal. This isn't weird. It's not unusual. It happens to everybody. And the thing is, this usually happens at periodic intervals. And one of the most common intervals is on between like day 90 and day 120, right? Somewhere in there between that three and four month mark. Um, there is definitely some psychology behind that. Something about the 60 to 90 day window for really instilling habits and building habits. And if you've got a huge goal that you need to meet, that's going to take you six, eight, 12, uh, maybe even longer uh, months, like over a year or close to a year, Right. Obviously, you're not going to get there in 90 days, right? No matter how hard you hustle, how much you work out, and how clean and and strict your diet is. Uh, so when you get to that 90-day mark, that three-month mark, or that four-month mark, you start to become complacent, no matter what you do, even if it's just a little bit. And the reason for that, again, is because you start to get used to things, and you start to expect weight to drop or to muscle for muscle to build or for whatever changes you want to see, you start to expect them. And that's when things start to go awry. And that's when you lose your, your patience. And that's when those freakouts start to happen. So I just want to remind everybody, because I've talked about this before, that overwhelm is a security blanket. Okay, overwhelm is a security blanket. It's a defense mechanism that we all have inter internally. And usually that happens, overwhelm happens when you have so many things going on and to keep yourself from experiencing like an actual medical episode, you start to feel overwhelm. Your body actually starts to, to feel overwhelm, which sends you into, into a state of of basically just, just neutrality, like not doing anything. You're not you're not investing an excessive amount of energy or focus in anything at that point. When things overwhelm you so much that you become actually stressed and overrun and overwhelmed physically, it's because your body and your mind don't want you to, to go to that, that next level, right? And what ends up happening is you end up doing nothing. If you think about that, when's the last time... Uh, that you had just so many things going on. You get so overwhelmed that you actually got nothing done. Maybe this was at work. Maybe this was at home. Maybe you have a couple kids or something. And you just got so overwhelmed with everything going on that all you wanted to do was just snap your fingers and escape and get out because there was, there was almost seemed like there was too much and there was so much going on that you couldn't focus on anything. And that's usually what happens is things, things get so 
um, out of control that you can't focus on anything and you have to, you have to kind of like hit rock bottom, if you will, in your mind and then clear the slate and sort of start over. And in fitness, like that's, that's something that happens to everybody because as you start to build yourself up to a regular program, you start to take on the nutrition piece. Then you start to take on the training piece or the workout piece. Then you start to take on these affirmations and these other things that you really need mentally to keep you going and to keep you focused and to keep you driven and to keep your mindset in that space where you know everything is achievable. And once you start to put all those things together and you got a system that's rocking and rolling and you're doing great, then other things start to trickle in like outside influences, friends, family members, coworkers, neighbors, and there's just, there's, there's things that are around you now. And after a period of time, when you become used to training and working out and used to eating clean and consistent and used to keeping your mindset in a good space, once that becomes almost habitual and almost routine, that's when things get dangerous because you're no longer focusing on it. It's no longer at the front of your mind. It's now in the back of your mind because it's habitual, right? So you're no longer thinking about it as actively. So I usually make my clients journal in order to keep this front of mind all the time. So I make them journal every single morning or every single night, at least once a day, so that they are, and, and these are different things that they're writing down every day, to keep all of this front of mind, okay? To keep this fully in the front so they don't lose track of it, so they don't become complacent. And the more you do that, the more, that's like a little tactic for you guys, it's, it's one of the things that keeps it out in front of you so you never can become so habitual with it and so routine with it that you forget about it. Um, but here's the thing, even if you do that, right? Even if you do that and you're journaling every single day or you're doing something else, some, some other ritual every single day to try and keep it front of mind, even that can become habitual and even that can become routine. So if you think about it, there's, there's really no way to truly avoid it Okay, there's no way to truly avoid experiencing these feelings. So what you need to do is develop some other mechanisms to just try and negate as much of it as possible. Okay, now no one can negate it 100%, which is why I'm such an advocate for accountability and mentorship and coaching. I think it's so incredibly powerful to have someone in your life that can do that, whose sole purpose of being in your life, the sole purpose for their relationship with you is to keep you accountable, to keep you focused, to keep you from slipping, basically. And again, that's that's just why I'm, I'm such an advocate for coaching. That's why I invest in coaching. And it's one of the greatest decisions that I've ever made. Uh, but some other things that you can do are to try and put this choice, this question at the front of your mind and to use it with every decision you make. Okay. And that is what is my intention and what is my desired outcome? Okay. What is my intention and what is my des desired outcome? And the, the thing with those are like, let's just, just really just in your head right now, just make up any scenario that you've lived over the last 24 hours, the last 48 hours, the last 36 hours, what are a decision you have to make, right? Think of a decision that you have to make before you make that decision. You can really think like, what is my intention with the decision I'm about to make or this thing that I'm about to do? 
And what is the desired outcome that I have for making this decision or for doing this thing? So what is my intention and what is the desired outcome? Okay. So some examples of when this really plays a major factor is when you have to make a decision about food or you have to make a decision about drinks or when you have to make a decision about working out or going to the gym or working out at home or whatever it is, or making a decision about going out and partying and drinking with friends or coworkers or choosing not to, or uh, a decision about being overwhelmed. Because as I was mentioning earlier, overwhelm is a decision. Overwhelm is a choice. It's not something that we have to do. Um, there's also decisions about staying patient, right? Staying committed to the process or trusting the process. Decisions to stick to your program instead of venturing off course, right? Decisions to continue feeding your ego, right? And thinking you know everything or the alternative to that, which is seeking mentorship or continuing to be a student of the game in some capacity instead of thinking that you know everything and believing that you know every single thing there is to know about fitness and nutrition and training and all that. So before you make a decision about whether like, let's just say you had six straight weeks of consistent clean eating and six straight weeks of just dedicated balls to the wall, every rep, every set of working out, right? You hit everything. Everything was going great. You're making great progress. Six straight weeks. You've lost like eight, nine pounds. You're just killing it. You're doing amazing, right? Um, you have a decision to make. Let's just say one day randomly something pops up and all of a sudden you've got friends in town. They want to go out. They want to get pizzas. They want to get beer. They want to have appetizers, like all this stuff, right? But you're doing so well on your program and you're, and you're, and you're just, you're, you're like vehemently dedicated to it. You have a decision to make. The decision is go out and completely blow up my diet, completely blow up all the progress that I've made to, you know, whether or not that completely derails your progress or not is another conversation, but you have a decision to make whether or not you're going to go do all that or you're not. And you're going to go and continue to stay in the, the, the path that you're on and the program that you're on. Right. Or I guess a third option would be go out with your friends or go out with whoever that is and just, just drink water and get a salad or whatever, like whatever fits into your program that you're already kind of committed to. Right. So you've got decisions. Now, before you make that decision, if you ask yourself, what is my intention with this decision? And you just ask yourself that for a second, you could, you could really go somewhere with that. Cause you can really think and come up with a few answers. And one of them would be, well, my intention is to go have a good time with my friends. Or my intention is to spend time uh, with this specific person who I haven't seen in a few months. Or my intention is to go get food for myself, for my body, and at the same time have camaraderie and have friendship uh, experiences with these people. Right? Those can be intentions. Those can be intentions. And outcomes, desired outcomes, and I say desired outcomes specifically because we don't want to just identify outcomes that could happen. We want to identify specific desired outcomes. So a desired outcome in this case would be, I don't derail myself from my diet. I don't derail myself from my progress at all. I don't derail myself mentally from making a decision that I'll regret later. 
Uh, I also, my desired outcome is to create more memories with these people I'm out or create um, an experience that is now locked in my, in my head as a, as a good time as something that I remember being a positive thing. Like that's a desired outcome. I don't think your desired outcome would be, I desire to completely derail my, my nutritional um, progress by eating 4x what I'm supposed to today and then setting myself up for a, a carb coma later, which is going to throw me off tomorrow and spiking my insulin and making me feel like shit later and all these other things. That's probably not what your desired outcome is. But see, here's the thing. Too many people think about, they think with their emotions, they make decisions with their emotions on the front end of something instead of thinking about what their outcome is going to be from that decision, right? They just think about what's going to happen on the front end. So on the front end, you would look at something like that and say, yes, I want to go spend time with people I like. I want to eat food that tastes good. I want to eat food that makes me feel good at the moment, <laughs> temporarily, right? Parentheses. Uh, I want to go do things that I have done before that I know make me smile and make me happy and make me feel good and make me feel positive, right? But that's all on the front end. So I'm trying to convey to you that if you are able to look at every decision you make, especially when it comes to nutrition and training and all the things that we're talking about here, if you're able to look at those decisions with both an intention of making that decision and an intention of going and doing that thing, as well as the desired outcome, the desired outcome. Because if specifically, if you look at the desired outcome, which is I want to create memories with these people, going back to my example, and I want to nurture my body with food at the same time, if that's your desired outcome, then, and you, and you, and you kind of focus on that and you lock on that for a second, you won't make any decisions that don't map to that. It'll be very difficult for you to do that because the, when you go in to make that decision for real, like later on, like an hour later or five minutes later or whatever, you won't be able to make that decision poorly or negatively the same way you would as if you didn't think about those things. It's going to be very difficult for you to make I'll say, quote unquote, the wrong decision that will lead you down a path of regret later if you think about the desired outcome. So again, if you think about the intention and you think about the desired outcome, it will be very difficult for you to make a decision that will lead you down that path of a non-desired outcome and put you in a state of regret or a state of wishing you hadn't done that. So I really just want to reiterate, guys, that this is an incredibly powerful tool. And if you're not doing this already, if you haven't already implemented something like this, then I encourage you to at least try it for a couple of weeks. Utilizing the intention and utilizing the desired outcome will change the way you operate on a daily basis. And this can become habitual. However, you don't, this is such an active thing. It's not, it's not really a passive, uh, it's not really a passive tool. It's an active tool. And because of that, you won't really become so habitual with it and so routine with it that you ignore it and then it's just white noise in the background. This will become something that's so active that you will make intelligent decisions that kind of feed both your the emotional need of things that you need in your life like camaraderie and food and whatnot and also the the non-emotional, the logical things that you want in your life like staying on track in order to meet your fitness goals or staying on track in order to continue losing weight or to building muscle or whatever your fitness 
goal is. Does that make sense? Because if you're, if you're not making decisions with intention and you're not making decisions with desired outcome, then you're, you're kind of making them blind. And it's really important that you understand that. So, you know, another example of this is you can go to the gym, right? Let's just, you know, we can go to the gym, we can work out and your intention could be to work out and your outcome could be having, let's just say having used your muscles and used your body to get a good workout, right? That is one example. That's one way of looking at it. Or you can look at it this way. You can go to the gym and you can work out and your intention could be to utilize a powerful hypertrophy based approach to really put wear and tear on your muscles so that you can grow them. Okay. And your desired outcome could be something like to push yourself to the most muscle development of whatever the prime mover is for that day. Let's just say it's your back. So it would be to push yourself to the most rear delt and rhomboid and latesius and even bicep development possible for that day, right? That could be your desired outcome. So your desired outcome shifts from, I'm just going to go and I'm going to get a good workout to, I'm going to go and I'm going to stress my back muscles so much so that they rip and they tear and I induce so much trauma on them that they grow and rebuild and repair stronger and bigger and better than they were than the day before I went into the gym, right? Do you see the difference there? You see the difference in the desired outcome? And if you have that clarity with every decision you make that I'm going to get this desired outcome, I'm going to make the decision right now with, with this is my intention and my desired outcome is this, then if you, if you proclaim that, right, and you make that the thing and you plant your flag on that, then you go into that decision and you, you operate in that decision so that you get that desired outcome or very, very close to it. But if you go in blind, guys, you're not going to get as much out of it as, as you want. And this goes for even, even going to the gym or even preparing a meal, right? I've actually found myself doing this. So check this out. If my intention is to make a meal that I've made a hundred different times, 200, 300 different times. It could be the same meal. I eat a lot of salads. Um, I call them high volume salads. They're just big salads with a lot of stuff in them, a lot of vegetables. I also eat a lot of burrito bowls. I make my own burrito bowls. Anyway, if I make the same salad that I've made hundreds of times before and I'm not active with my decision making about it and I'm not like, let's just say I'm not cutting. Let's just say I'm just, just a regular, I'm on a maintenance cycle and I go in to make that salad and I don't think about my desired outcome, a lot of times that salad can escalate a little bit and I can end up adding some things to it that I don't need, quite honestly, and I don't, that don't map to my goals. This can happen. This is, has, has happened. A lot of times I'll add, I'll add some things to it. I'll add some extra meat that I don't need or, um, or I'll have like, you know, I'll have, if I'm making a rice to go with it, a lot of times I'll make, you know, throw rice in and make like a giant burrito bowl kind of thing with a salad. And, uh, maybe I'll use 200 grams of rice, even though I don't need it. I'm just, I'm a little extra hungry and I'll just throw it in, but it doesn't, it's not my desired outcome. There is not to eat more rice and to get more carbs into my diet and throw off my caloric balance. And that's just the type of thing that can happen, right? It's like losing focus and not paying attention to the details. It's, it's kind of the same thing, but it all comes down to the decision that I made. I made the decision to do that. Why did I do that? I don't know. Cause I wasn't thinking about the desired outcome. That's why 
I was not thinking about what the outcome is going to be. I just felt hungry. So my emotional decision was to throw in extra rice. That's it. It's that black and white. There's really nothing behind it. So I encourage you guys, if you're not doing this already, think about the intention and think about the desired outcome that you have before you make any decision. So that's all I have for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review so I can reach more people and get more of this into more ears of others. And if you have anyone in your life that needs to hear these words, please go ahead and share this with them. The podcast is growing. It's pretty cool. I think we just hit 12,000 downloads, which is pretty awesome. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking to grow more and to get into more ears of others. So again, if you have anyone in your life that needs to hear this, please share them. And again, go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. I would appreciate that so much. So as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. And don't forget, train with purpose. And I will see you guys in the next episode. See you.